you wrote Bibles, you can open up to the book of Isaiah, chapter 2. It's great to be with you all this evening, this fine Monday night. Sitting in the wrong furniture can lead to bad posture. Sitting incorrectly can lead to bad posture. Standing incorrectly can lead to bad posture. Now, I'm not here tonight to call anybody, anybody out in the physical realm. That's not what we're talking about here tonight. But I want to talk about posture. We need posture corrective furniture. We need posture corrective stance. And I feel like the Spirit of the Lord is saying tonight that we need better posture in the kingdom. That is that we need to mind our posture we need to honor our posture. We need to attend to our posture. And we need to keep our posture. Isaiah 2, verse 6, in the voice, it says, They have taken on attitudes and postures of other cultures, imitating anyone and anything that crosses their path, practicing divination like the Philistines, making deals with outsiders. The New King James Version, they are filled with Eastern ways. That is clear in the Word of God that we are not to have the posture of the world. It is clear in the Word of God that we are not to have the posture of the sinner. We are not to imitate nor give ourselves to the postures of other cultures. If you do it long enough, it becomes who you are. We need to mind our posture, honor our posture, attend to our posture, and keep our posture. 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Imitate me just also as I imitate Christ. Imagine being able to pen those words, to make that statement. That if you follow me, if you imitate me, you will be following Christ. If you imitate my behavior, if you imitate my speech, my walk, if you imitate my attitude, if you imitate my manner in worship, if you imitate my prayer life, if you imitate my church going, then you'll be imitating Christ. Imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. I'd like to suggest to us all here tonight that we all be wise to imitate the Apostle Paul. We all be wise to take on his posture. Make sure whoever you are imitating is imitating Christ. Make sure whoever's attitude you are taking on has the attitude of Christ. Matthew 28, verse 20, in the voice, then discipline them, disciple them. Form them in the practices and postures that I have taught you, and show them how to follow the commands I have laid down for you. 
Then disciple them. Form them in the practices and postures that I have taught you and show them how to follow the commands that I have laid down for you. You know, the reality is that the Lord is greatly concerned with getting the right posture into and onto his people. This is no light matter. It is his great concern. It's his heart to get the right posture into us, onto us, that his people would stand right, that they would sit right, that they would walk right, that they would run right. Run right. And I want to ask tonight, are we okay with the discipline that produces good posture? Are we okay with the discipline that produces good posture? Are we submitted to it? Now, how many here tonight have ever taken piano lessons? I'm taking them all over again with my kids. Piano lessons. If you've ever taken piano lessons and you had a good instructor, they are a stickler when it comes to posture. Sit right. And there's more truth to this. And it matters more than we might think. I remember heading into college and I endeavored to take a major in music. And I had some bad habits that had slipped in. And all of a sudden, you're being graded on posture as you sit there at the keyboard. I can still play okay even if I don't have the posture, but the teacher said no, and you're graded on posture. It's more important than we might think. Are we allowing the formation that leads to right practices and postures? We need to be taught proper posture. We need to be shown how to follow the commands that lead to and produce proper posture. Luke 8, 35. Soon a crowd rushes from the town to see what's going on out by the lake. There they find Jesus seated to teach with the newly liberated man sitting at his feet, learning in the posture of a disciple. This former madman is now properly dressed and completely sane. This frightens the people. Those words, the posture of a disciple. Number one, a surrendered posture. Number two, a submitted posture. Number three, a learning posture. And number four, a concentrated posture. There we sit, surrendered before the one who is our teacher, Jesus. There we sit, submitted to the one who is our teacher, Jesus. Learning from the one who is our teacher. Concentrated on the one who is our teacher. Now we know that this is true. Bad posture is noticeable. Unless everyone has the same bad posture. You want to stick out in this world? Get some good posture. And I would say to all of us here tonight, if our present reality is bad posture, 
Gather yourself to people like Paul who have the posture of a disciple and there become like Christ. Don't hide among the posture challenged. We don't want to be recognized as one who has bad posture and so we find others that have bad posture. Find a church that's easier on our posture. Find a small group that goes easy on posture. Find a translation or a paraphrase that goes easy on posture. Find only the podcasts that are easy on posture. Find the friends that don't call you out. Gather to yourself those that are okay with your bad posture. A newly liberated man sitting at Jesus' feet in the posture of a disciple. A beautiful scene. No matter how long we have been liberated for, we need to sit at Jesus' feet. We need to sit at Jesus' feet in the posture of a disciple. We do not graduate from discipleship. This kind of positioning speaks directly to the type of posture we will have in all other environments, in all other moments, in all seasons, no matter what we face. You see, a true disciple doesn't leave the posture behind when they rise from sitting at Jesus' feet. They know no other posture, and they will know no other posture. The true disciple knows that only the posture of a disciple dresses one right and makes them sane. Luke 8.35, as we've read, soon a crowd rushes from the town to see what's going on out by the lake. There they find Jesus seated to teach with the newly liberated man sitting at his feet, learning in the posture of a disciple. This former madman is now properly dressed and completely sane. This frightens the people. Do you know tonight that Jesus is seated, ready to teach? Jesus is ready to teach you. He's ready, willing, and wanting to teach us. Are we teachable? Do we have the posture of a disciple? The question is, will we sit at his feet and learn in the posture of a disciple? And the absolute truth is this. You can sit at his feet in a posture that is not the posture of a disciple. You can come to church in a posture that is not the posture of a disciple. You can read the Word of God in a posture that is not the posture of a disciple. Trying to live out this Christian life with Jesus inside, outside the church with improper posture. You can come and sit at His feet with skepticism. 
We can sit at his feet with criticism. We can sit at his feet. He's trying to teach us. It's a time to learn, but we sit at his feet with disinterest. We sit at his feet with distraction, with the wayward heart, with wandering eyes. We sit at his feet with ears only to hear what we want to hear. We sit with areas we won't change. As long as nobody calls me out on this, it's okay. I've accepted this bad posture in this area. This is how blind the world is. That if we have bad posture and we walk out of this place and we gather to ourselves those that also have bad posture, pretty soon we think we're okay. Just because we sit doesn't mean we are a disciple. There are a lot of people that sat listening to Jesus teach. He's trying to teach them. We have to sit at his feet learning in the posture of a disciple. Listen, a disciple is directed. And a disciple can be corrected, allowing their whole world to be affected by Jesus. Is that you tonight? Is that who we are? A disciple is directed, and a disciple can be corrected, allowing their whole world to be affected by Jesus. Properly dressed, completely sane. Isaiah 2.6, the voice, they have taken on attitudes and postures of other cultures. Imitating anyone and anything that crosses their path. Practicing divination like the Philistines. Making deals with outsiders. Can you imagine Jesus' people? Those that once sat at his feet learning in the posture of a disciple. Can you imagine his people taking on the attitudes and postures of other cultures? Imitating anyone and anything that crosses their path, their feed, and so on? Can you imagine Jesus' people practicing divination like the Philistines and making deals with outsiders? And I would say to us all here tonight, let's concentrate on ourselves for now because it's easy to point a finger. We ask these questions, let us ask ourselves, am I sitting at his feet, learning in the posture of a disciple? Let us not go ask somebody that question, somebody that's going to tell us the answer we want to hear. Let's ask ourselves tonight, am I sitting at his feet, learning in the posture of a disciple? And let's take it one step further and let's ask Jesus himself, Jesus, do you feel that I'm sitting sitting at your feet, learning in the posture of a disciple. Jesus, am I a disciple? Let Jesus really answer. This former madman is now properly dressed and completely sane, and this frightens people.
Incredible words. Luke 8, 35, the New King James Version. Then they went out to see what had happened and came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had departed sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. The message reads, people went out to see what had happened. They came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had been sent, sitting there at Jesus' feet, wearing decent clothes and making sense. It was a holy moment, and for a short time they were more reverent than curious. Then those who had seen it happen told how the demoniac had been saved. The Passion Translation, the people of the region came out to see for themselves what had happened. When they came to where Jesus was, they discovered the notorious madman totally set free. He was clothed, speaking intelligently, and sitting at the feet of Jesus. They were shocked. When Jesus really gets a hold of us, and we are touched and changed by him, when we understand the magnitude of all that he has done, there we sit, clothed, sane, at his feet, learning in the posture of a disciple. When we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, that outside of him, outside of his direction, his correction, outside of his teaching, him teaching us, we learning from him. Outside of that, we're lost. What other posture is there now for us? Some demonic posture? Sitting and learning in the posture of a disciple. You know, this world needs a shock. And bad-postured believers need a shock. They don't need us to fall in line with them and have the same posture. They need a shock. You want to shock the world? Have different posture. Matthew 28, 20 in the voice. Then disciple them, form them in the practices and postures that I have taught you, and show them how to follow the commands I have laid down for you. This right here is the Great Commission, the New King James Version. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Let's just stop for a moment. Those that we are going to, those that we are discipling, are they being discipled properly and correctly? Are they being taught? Is it imitate me also as I imitate Christ, or is it something less? Those that we are going to, having conversations with, those that we are trying to show the light to. Proper posture or not? Are we showing them truly how a Christian should walk? Are we showing them the posture of prayer? The posture of worship? The posture 
of attendance and love for the house of the Lord? Are we showing them the posture of one that can be corrected, can be called out, no matter the area, Lord? Are we showing them the posture of a servant? Are we showing them the posture of Jesus? Or is it something less? It's a good question to ask ourselves. Allow the Lord to speak to us, all of us here tonight. No matter how long we've been at this. You know, you can live with proper posture your whole life only to have it crumble. All of a sudden, things creep in. And pretty soon, it's bad posture. You've let go of discipline. I sit in that music class, and I just give the kids a little shot in the back. Sit up. You got to keep on them. You got to keep on them. And isn't that the way it is sometimes when somebody comes to the Lord afresh? But isn't that the way it is sometimes when someone's been with the Lord for a long, long time? Going through the motions, acting out the part. You know, you got to do you and I got to do me. But I think of some of the areas in Christianity that this next generation is really struggling with right now. Areas that those that gone before us, they were trained differently, taught differently, because they were taught by Jesus, and they were taught by those that were imitating Christ. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate a pillar in the house. Somebody that's holding up the church, not somebody that's hopping from church to church. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate somebody that worships with the nine expressions of worship. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate somebody that prays, not plays. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate somebody that prays, not walks around and talks to everybody drinking coffee. You want to imitate? This is just real tonight, you guys. This is the reality. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate somebody that serves. Imitate somebody that doesn't have a high opinion of themselves. They can't pick a piece of garbage off the floor. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate somebody that gives when it hurts. Keeps giving. You want to imitate somebody? Imitate somebody when there's trials and pressures and emotional struggle and everything, they're still found in the house of the Lord. You want to imitate somebody? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Imitate somebody that comes Sunday morning and Sunday night to church. Why do you want to imitate anything less? What this generation accepts, the next generation will embrace. And where will things be? And what kind of posture will the next generation have if we don't take care of posture right now when it's our time? When it's our time to hold up the posture of the kingdom. I don't care what other churches are doing. I'm not here to point fingers. Because I know full well when I point a finger, three fingers are pointing back at me. 
I'm not here to point fingers. I'm simply saying tonight, let's mind our posture. And if they're open, the Lord will help them with theirs. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Teaching them to observe all things. All things. A full gospel. The full word. All the commandments. All the principles. All the precepts. We need to teach them because they don't know. <laughs> How many know when you first enter school on the first day of kindergarten, do you know everything? I mean, a kindergartner will tell you he knows everything. They'll tell you, I don't need school. I could just skip all this. Or it's fun for a while, but as soon as, you know, there's discipline and as soon as they've got to write tests and it's not just about crayons and quacking ducks and, you know, whatever else, all of a sudden, oh, it's real school now. Like, when's this going to be over? When you talk to them when they're in grade four and they, they don't need school anymore. But see, part of it is, listen, you will forget a lot of what you learned in school, but it's teaching you how to learn. That's part of it. I sat in a lot of classes in high school, but I didn't sit with the posture of a student. Long hair, earphones in my ears, trying to hide that cable. Now we don't even have cables. This generation, you see what the devil's doing? Come on. <laughs> now it's easy to hide. But that was the reality. I didn't sit there listening to the teacher. Sat in a lot of classes like that with no intent of learning. But heaven forbid we come before Jesus like that. I don't ever want to stroll into church with any other posture. And if we come in with a posture where we're not in the posture of a disciple, let's be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, that we feel that conviction. I didn't say condemnation. Conviction is a beautiful thing. Where would we be without conviction? We'd be in a lot of trouble. The Great Commission... But first let it be our great concentration that we observe all things that he has commanded us and that we become disciples in this nation. Don't point a finger for when you do, you have three fingers pointing back at you. But I pray that those three fingers pointing at us remind us of what is right and fitting and remind us of how things ought to be. Would you commit to sitting at his feet and learning in the posture of a disciple? can have the worship team return tonight. We've covered the material, and it's a very simple question. How is your posture? We're all level at the foot of the cross here tonight. Can we be encouraged to grab hold of proper posture? To sit there ready to learn. How many want a teachable spirit? 
teachable heart, a pliable heart. A heart that is quick to learn, quick to obey, quick to move. Not stubborn, not reluctant. Want to sit at Jesus' feet with criticism, skepticism? We're completely surrendered and submitted. That we might be clothed right. And that we might be those in this insane world that sits saying, Are you sitting at his feet? Are you learning in the posture of a disciple? Because the truth is, we can't properly learn sitting before him with any other posture. Let's stand tonight and pray as the band readies themselves. Lord, I just pray for every single person here tonight. Lord, you so love this generation. Your heart is toward this generation. You have great plans for this generation. You are not finished yet with this generation. Lord, I pray that we would be those in this nation that are taught right, that we would be those that sit always, all the days of our lives. No matter the season, we would always be found sitting at your feet, learning in the posture of a disciple. Lord, that we would have pliable hearts and teachable hearts. That as we rise, Lord, clothed and sane, living for you, imitating you, Jesus, that we would shock this world. That this world might awaken. Lord, I pray for all of us here tonight, if there are areas where the posture isn't right, I pray that we would listen to your spirit right now. In those areas that we know perhaps we've been lying to ourselves, we're trying to cover ourselves. That right now in these moments we would say, come Lord, come and have your way. Have your way in my heart and in my mind. Have your way in whatever area of my life it is, oh God. Thank you, Jesus.